What's up, y'all? How you doing? I was walking through the grocery store, and once I got in line, I looked at a magazine that's, you know, on the counters there, or the racks, and it was a cover of Hillary Duff. (laughs) And see, I, I grew up with Hillary Duff, and if you're listening to this, you likely have as well. She was Lizzie McGuire, and she also had a a semi-music career, and she was on the Disney Channel. She was a young Disney star. So now she's, you know, our age. We're all grown up now, and uh, or at least from, you know, from my uh, my perspective, she's my age. So uh, I was a little interested, and it said, "Former child star becomes mother of three. Which I, which I think is just so funny. I think like just public social culture is funny because it's so fake, so fabricated. Um, but then again, it's kind of fun to play the game. And there's a blurred line between when to play it and when not to play it that I think disrupts people from, you know, uh, clinging to their own gravity instead of trying to be something else that they think they should be because of the pressures of, of society and what, what, you know, looking correct and all that. So that's, that's a different road to go down, but it kind of ties in. But anyways, so I saw her face and I was like, all right, that's a smile. And I saw it had a picture of her and her husband and all the three kids and they all was smiling, but I just thought for a second, I was just like, huh, I wonder if she's really happy. Um, And maybe she is, maybe she is, but it got me thinking about how, um, people's lives unravel. And as, as they unravel, we get further and further away from that once believed childhood idea of who we would become the person we would want to play in this world and the person we'd want to be. Do we want to have this job, this career? Do I want to play music? Do I want to, um, you know, do I want to show myself as, um, a strong independent person because I work out and, you know, put a bunch of fitness goals up or do I want to show myself as like this dark emotional person because I want the world to validate my pain. So we all do these psychological things and it plays into kind of um, what I believe becomes our, you know, our persona, our personalities, our mask that we play in front of the world. And uh, so maybe she's happy, but what if she's not? And you get, get you have to start thinking. This ties into just kind of the short bit that I'm going to talk about here, is if she's not, then um, then, then then it's a good demonstration. See, celebrity lives are easy to pick on because they're so in the public. But our lives individually are maybe a little different. But at fundamental levels, human to human, if you take away the fact that these people are rich and they're famous and they have publicity, all those are just luxurious layers of comfort on the Tempur-Pedic bed, right? But if you take all those away, you still have memory foam. You still have the true bed. So which is kind of like our core, our core traits as human beings. So even though they're rich at the basis, they still have similar behaviors. So, you know, you can find commonality between their lives and our lives as a good example of how human beings behave when given certain circumstances, right? So when you put two people in a relationship, they're going to behave certain ways. And a lot of times people play tug of war with the idea that they developed when they were kids and trying to kind of force the other person to play it with them. And that's happening to them and from them, from the other person. And then there's just this 
Um, and then it, you just got, you just get your emotions tangled in one another, right? That happens when you're celebrities or it happens when you're not a celebrity. So it, it's a good demonstration to, dem- to show that money, if that's the case and she's not happy, and if it's not Hillary Duff, there are celebrities that have come out and said that, that they're not happy doing what they thought was going to make them happy. So this is important because this can unlock a clue for you because it, it goes to something promising, you know? It sounds a little crazy at first, but if you're if you're if you're striving to get individual well-being and and really put yourself in a place where you feel like your 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 soul is in harmony and that you're happy and that any chance you could do some sort of valuable trip or experience that is important to you. So like for example, I can't when I was in Colorado, I could go to the mountains at any time. I could go sit by a little stream of river and why, I mean, and listen to the birds chirp and absolute silence uh, that's um, closeted in by the, the, the pine trees. See, I've done that. I've sat there. I've done it several times. And I want to continue to do it several more times. Or now I'm in Florida. And if I want to, I can just drive over to Daytona Beach and spend a night listening to the waves crash against the ocean. See, that's important to me. And I put myself in a position to be able to do that, even though on the outside surface, it didn't look like the right moves to make according to what society kind of structured us to believe. And I'm on to something here, man. Stay tuned. I'm really coming out of my shell. But anyways, what I'm getting at is that the moves I took to get to this position were unorthodox. They didn't look right. They looked downright foolish. But sometimes it's not about money. Like, for example, in the Hillary Duff case, what if it wasn't money? Well, there's a lot of demonstration to show us that money itself doesn't fix anything. It's great to have if you're starting at the proper position. But if if money gets in the wrong hands to a person that's not ready to handle it, it could actually become their kryptonite. It'll destroy them. And maybe status, maybe all the attention. Maybe she wants to have a private life now. Maybe she, see, we, 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 our psychology develops. It unravels as we grow, as we evolve with the universe. You know, we're just a, fr- our life is like a longer interval of a fragrance in the air. That's what we are. We're a fragrance. We're a flower blooming. And the whole earth is doing the same thing right now. It's doing it and how the trees grow. It's doing it how the apple comes off the tree after the seed grows over time and eventually apples. And it shows us in the ways that the storms come and go, seasons change and then reoccur. The way that the sun, we revolve around the sun. All the planets are revolving around a thing. How can I believe that nature, that we as a human, as a product of nature, are any different than nature itself? See, a lot of people believe that they came into this world where I... I'm starting to believe that we've come out of this world, that we indeed are the world. We are a part of an extension of the world, the same way that a branch is an extension of a tree and the same way that um, bees um, reproduce and then you, they, they create a hive. You see nature organize itself the way that, you know, wolves uh, uh, hunt in packs, the way bears are territorial, the way that deers are you know, a deer is more graceful. All of uh, humans have all of those traits. And it, it, it would make sense to me that we're an extension of the universe. So what I'm getting at is that that's how it makes sense in my mind that the, 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 the best way to perceive the world is that it's in motion and you're in motion with it. 
But see, westernized culture treats us to, to rectangle everything and structure everything. Okay, so when you're 20 to 25, you go to college, you get your party years out of the way, you be poor, just get used to it, fuck a lot of women, whatever. And then from 25 to 30, that's when you actually jump out, you get your career, and you're going to get started. And then you're going to start putting money in your 401k. So that all sounds good, and independently, it's good advice. But circumstantially, if you're after well-being, that may not be the first step to take. Because then you'll jump on a road before you've got the necessary problems figured out in your own internal psychological affairs. So it's like you're setting sail in the wrong direction. Setting sail is great when you're going the right direction and you know how to navigate and you've developed that kind of experience. But it's dangerous if you just go out and think to get somewhere. Like I have to, I have to sail somewhere to show the world I'm a sailor. But it'd be rather, and you're doing it for the image, so you don't actually know what you're doing. So you're setting sail in the wrong course. And a lot of us are doing that in our in our lives because we don't have shit figured out quick enough. But the way that we're supposed to live and the way that everyone teaches that you're supposed to live and go to school and then get a job and then, you know, buy a house so you can have equity. But the thing is, is that the markets, they're chaotic and things are shift. America is shape shifting right now. So a lot of that philosophy was just testable. People were just testing. And but they believed because we believe our own selves. So it's not to say that anyone's doing something wrong. I'm just trying to help you understand what's happening so that you can develop um, a, a proper uh, a adaptation to it. Because that's what, a, that's what a lot of people miss about having a great well-being and just waking up and sitting into the day. Even though I have a job to go to, I sit into it. I settle in the groove and you, and, and you kind of you breathe and you finally relax. You slow down to the pace of the tides reaching the ocean. And then you calm and you relax and then you extend that into your life. Well, you would have to know elements of your own gravity to, to know where to put, position yourself so that you could be happy. So it would make more sense to focus on that first so that you know, see, because careers are just tools. But what good's a tool to someone who's not a craftsman? You, so you have to become a craftsman. You have to develop the skill of understanding who you are. And then you can properly use the elements of the world like a puppet you know to bend towards your well-being because you you're 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 in you're in sound mind of of your near future and what you need to do right now to make later be better like you might think oh it's six o'clock i'm bored oh but i could go to the club and then i wouldn't be bored anymore see that that's an interesting interesting thing about humans is we have this ability to kind of see our own future and place ourselves into what we want so what I'm saying is that if you're deciding on what you want based on society and everything we were taught, you have to understand that's just like a nutritional guidance. That's just like that's the government giving a just this is a standardized idea of what we think is best for the uh, the common citizen. But there are deviations. There are ways that you can paint. You can splatter color on that gray, in other words, and make it your own. And that attributes to a, a increased um, experience of, of positive emotion and well-being. Psychologists say it like this, you cannot experience positive emotion without having a valued goal that you're working to obtain and, of course, simultaneously reaching it. That's, that's the way that the brain fires the neuron to make you experience positive emotion. So what I'm saying is, is like, forget all of the ideology, use that at your whim, but you don't have to stick to that just because it's the flow of a different river. You don't have to jump in there. You can get your source elsewhere. And as you discover 
elements about yourself that you know you want and that you know you like. Like, I know I want to be close to nature. So whether it be an ocean or the mountains, because I know when life gets me frag, uh, agitated, I use nature to, 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 I go basically, I retune to the rhythm of nature because I realize nature's right. The human mind is more of a chaotic, you know, fit of attack. So I use nature to calibrate the frequency of my life. You see what I'm saying? But you may have something different. You might like parties or you might like small towns with few people or you might want to be in a city where there's a lot of people and a lot of nightlife. So I'm just saying, so yeah, get a job, get your skills so that you can move state to state and get the job. But you could get that job and do everything that society is expecting of you while you're in a, like, a, a, providing luxury back to yourself, putting yourself in a position that to be that you know you'll be happy. So it's like you might you might think that a fifty thousand dollar a year job in Nebraska is better than a forty thousand dollar a year job in um, San Diego because you're thinking, oh, I want to go where there's more money. But what I'm saying is, is that's a that may not be your best bet. You may want to revise it and realize money is just a tool as well. And if the goal is to always get more money, then you'll you can lose sight of of, your, of yourself. And people experience that on Wall Street. We've heard stories, but there's been movies come out to, to, to demonstrate that. And, you know, it's kind of just common knowledge. It's one of those things we just, we understand. Kind of like everybody understands politicians are crooked. You know what I'm saying? It's just, most people understand this. It's interesting because that's how orcas communicate. They communicate just through like sonograms or whatever they're called. They're just like sonic te- telepathy. I don't know what the hell it's called, but they just talk to each other through just their mind. <laughs> essentially through vibrations. And I think, uh, humans do that as well. We do that a lot. So consider your well-being. work towards your well-being. You know what I'm saying? Do yourself a favor. Take a break from social media. If you want to go back to it, at least you're able to go back to it as a tool at your expense, instead of being sucked into it from the get go of, of, you know, from school on, you were raised with this shit. Have you ever taken a step back and kind of put it back in your control? It's empowering. It really shows you that it's just a, it, sometimes it's, it's better to breathe fresh air than to stay inside in the air conditioning and the four walls. The four walls and the air conditioning is a good shelter and human shelter, but we also like to get out and breathe the fresh air. And don't think that that doesn't happen in your own mental life too. So that's a metaphor. The fresh air is you is you quitting guilting yourself to try to get one more quota or one more step forward, and that's breathing in. And then the the alternative side, which is breathing the fresh air, is breathing out. You're going. You're giving yourself a break. You're rewarding yourself. You're taking yourself on that trip. You're doing that vacation. You're prioritizing that over the same mundane anxiety, get ahead American culture we have. And that positions you. It doesn't mean stop grinding. That's how you continue to grind over the long term. This is how you you get yourself in shape to really do what life's going to require. Because if you're like me, you're going to have to work the rest of your life and we're going to have to deal with a lot of Element, we're gonna have to do with a lot of things that are out of our control 
sheer simply by the sheer amount of people there are across this nation, how easily manipulatable we are through sources of media and uh, just uh, the, the 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 curriculum we're taught in school. All that can be steered a certain way from a certain people to get us to believe and act a certain way. And I think, I mean, that's the oversimplification of something that is happening, but that's just a trait of humanity. Anytime we would, anytime we gather together, it would always work like this. So there are areas about the world that I think do need improvement. And there are areas where I think we need to let it just keep going in the motion it's going. And um, there's a lot of crossfire in between that because of so many people. So yeah, that's going to affect your life and it's going to essentially be out of your control. So that's going to happen throughout our life, right? But as long as, as long as, you know, and I'm going to be working all that time. I'm trying to freaking, I'm trying to recatch the train of thought I had right before that. I'm going to be working. So, you know, it, it, it's worth it to get ready for the long term. Instead of thinking like, some of you believe that if you work hard enough, you're going to get a promotion. And you might, but a lot of times in a lot of people's cases, that's a, that's a, they're dangling a carrot in front of your head that you're never going to get. And that'll, that'll run you tired quick. You'll run out of breath. So what I'm saying is if you, if you focus on yourself, if you invest in yourself and then serve from your overflow, then you'd be on a better track of having a truly fulfilling well-being than um, if you constantly suppress the desires that you really want in exchange for doing what you think that you should be doing and then calling it discipline. <laughs> See what I'm saying? So we got to, we got, we, we have to become our own number one fan. We've got to do our best work for ourselves. Focus that energy that you give all your to work, focus that on yourself. See what would happen in your life. If you started looking at yourself and your satisfaction and your well being the same way that you approach your work, I think you'd, you would all start to, to to, to see the artist in yourself develop your, your own well-being. So anyways, that's all I got to say. It came off from a thought I had about Lizzie McGuire or uh, Hillary Duff and um, just got me thinking about well-being and are you doing what is best for your well-being? Do you even know what's best for your well-being? And uh, my suggestion, I'm not trying to convert you, but if it does for what it's worth is to uh, consider May, uh, consider yourself, um, consider making it a priority to put yourself in your best position of well-being. And you have to understand psychology a little bit. You have to understand about how the brain works. You have to realize how the ocean works and the motion of the universe, uh, because then you can just figure out that's all you're doing in life. And in the midst of all the chaos, if you're like water, so you flow with it and, and, and it doesn't shake you as to the core as much as it would maybe someone else who would get traumatized. A lot of people in coronavirus got traumatized, which I mean, to me, I, I think that's of a weak mind. That's not to say I feel that I'm superior. That's just what I think. And to other people, it, they were just like unaffected. So people experience the life at different elements. But, to, you know, if you act like nature what in the midst of chaos, you can just think, well, what would nature do? Well, just the ocean goes with the storm. And when it's ready to rage, it rages. See, sometimes a lot of people, they don't want to experience anything negative or they think it's bad to be depressed. But those are just depression is just another hallway down your personality. It's just on the darker side. Most people want to be happy all the time. 
but you don't always have to be happy to be fulfilled. And that's where I'll end it.